We've all heard the expression, swim 2.4 miles, bike 112 miles, run 26.2 miles, and brag the rest of your life. What you don't hear is that your friends, your family, and especially your coworkers grow tired of hearing about your early morning swim, how you skipped lunch to get a spin class in, how you crushed your brick workout, or how you've become a math whiz at calculating your macros. My name is Mike Bosch. I have a wife, two sons, and a full-time job. Five years ago, I began my triathlon journey with modest intentions. I wanted to lose some weight and be able to claim that my best athletic days weren't behind me. After completing my first sprint triathlon, I was bit by the Ironman bug. Three years later and 50 pounds lighter, I completed Ironman Texas, and I couldn't have done it without an incredible support system. Everyone needs a support system, and that's what I'm offering you. I will talk to men and women just like you and me, the age group athlete that is juggling family, friends, work, and all that life has to offer on their journey to accomplishing an incredible goal. This podcast will offer recommendations on training, nutrition, some tips and tricks, and even strategies for race day. Whether you're training for your first race, looking to set a personal best, or have completed a full distance race on every continent, we all want to cross the finish line and hear those words, you are an Ironman. Wherever you are on your journey, this podcast is for you. So if you're ready... Let's start this week's episode of the Everyday Ironman podcast. Hey guys, Mike Bosch here with another two-week check-in. I did have a poison ivy outbreak to deal with since my last update, but I was able to power through and complete almost all of my scheduled workouts. I told my wife the other day that I have gotten really good with time management. Now, I have shared on this podcast before that I have a one-hour and 15-minute commute to work, And with traffic, the commute home can be as long as an hour and 45 minutes. That leaves me going to bed at 9 p.m. and up at either 4 or 4.30 a.m. so I can get in my first workout of the day before work. I'm lucky that there is an LA Fitness seven minutes from my office so I can get in a swim workout at lunch. So for the last few weeks, I've been working out at least twice a day. Since I've previously broken down where I am on the bike discipline two weeks ago and where I was in the swim two weeks before that, I thought it would make sense to share how my run training is going and where I am in my current fitness level. But before I do that, a few housekeeping items. I have received my replacement form swim goggles and would really like to thank their customer service team for getting them to me so fast. I'm not a naturally strong swimmer, and having easy-to-read real-time metrics such as heart rate, pace, and distance has been so helpful to me. And I have started receiving the Shimano Di2 parts that I ordered for my bike. I'm still missing a few of the E-tube wires and the B-junction, but I was able to connect the arrow shifter buttons and control the front and rear derailleurs last night. I'm not going to lie. I was maybe a little more relieved than I was excited when I was able to confirm they actually worked. I bought a few of the items used and from several different people, so you just never know. 
I hooked everything up on my workbench because I have a 45-mile trainer ride scheduled for Saturday, so I won't take anything apart until I'm confident that I have what I need to put it back together. Okay, so where am I in my run training? I have mentioned before that I modified a structured 16-week training plan to fit my schedule. During the week, my shorter runs are on Wednesdays and Fridays, with my long run scheduled for Sunday. Now, I may switch my Saturday and Sunday workouts if I need to, but for now, this is the plan. My short runs started at four miles and progress over time to a max of seven miles. This week had my running at 4.5 miles on Wednesday and five miles on Friday. As I have gotten older and maybe smarter, I have started incorporating stretching and nutrition into even my short runs. I do about 10 minutes of stretching, make sure that I eat a banana and have taken in some fluids before I head out the door. A few weeks ago, after suffering my calf injury, this became a non-negotiable for me. I recently purchased a hydration belt and take small sips of a powder-based amino acid drink mix every mile when my Garmin shows me my current pace. I also will consume one cliff block square every other mile and one goo gel at the halfway point of the run. This strategy has been working well for me up to this point, so I plan to continue with this up to and including the race in October. My run times have varied a little. I'm more focused on having a small variance between the individual miles on each run, keeping my heart rate in check, and continuing to work toward the elusive negative split. My Sunday long runs started at 6 miles and increase every week with a max of 14 miles before tapering back down. Last week, I ran 10 miles, and I'm scheduled to run 11 miles this weekend. I follow the same stretching plan, but bring a little more nutrition because of the increased distance. I add a cliff bar to my banana and fluid pre-run routine and bring a few more cliff blocks and an extra goo gel. Salted caramel goo is my go-to right now. Again, my intake is very structured. Sip of amino acid every mile, cliff block every other mile, and the goo gels I will consume at the one-third and the two-thirds point of the run. That math can be tricky, but it's pretty close. My last few runs have me running at the following. Four miles at an 8.02 pace, nine miles at an 8.32 pace, four and a half miles at an 827 pace, four and a half miles at an 814 pace, 10 miles at an 849 pace, and because of the weather Wednesday, I ran on the treadmill for four and a half miles at an 836 pace. Looking back to 2018, when I was in full Ironman training, my fastest runs were between 758 and 810 pace. So I have some room to improve, but I'm feeling pretty good at where I am right now. I have a group of friends from work that are planning on running an organized event on September 11. My training plan has me running 14 miles that weekend anyway, so I'm planning on signing up for the half marathon. Having the run support for the training session will be awesome. My wife and I are taking our son back to college the weekend of the bike race I was planning to participate in at the end of this month, but I found an alternative option even closer to my house that may work out on September 18th. And the city of Waco has a swim-only event a few weeks before Ironman weekend, so that will be a great opportunity for me to get familiar with the swim entrance and exit. 
Lots of good stuff coming up in the next two months. I hope that your training is going well. I have a few triathletes and runners that I follow on Instagram and am so inspired by their commitment to improvement and love seeing their photos every day. Shout out to Running Times with Gaz, Iron Wheel Jill, Iron Man Susie, Fat Man to Iron Man, Mom Trying, Ron Dawson.try, and Ryan.triathlon. You guys are killing it. Next week, there will be another interview to enjoy. A few weeks back, I was joined by Troy Cowboy Clifton. He shared his story, gave some coaching tips, and even explained how he got his nickname. So be sure to check out Troy's episode next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at Everyday Iron Man Podcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.